Hello everybody and welcome back to the What The Freak podcast. This is episode two. My name is Just Mike Plays and I hope you're all keeping very, very well. Now we've got a game to review today. It is Alpha Protocol. Now some of you may have heard of this. I imagine quite a lot of you probably have a book. I, I'm not going to lie here guys. Um, I, I didn't finish it. I, I just, I, I couldn't. We're going to get into obviously the review very, very shortly. But I kind of just want to explain for the, the people out there that may have not listened to, to episode one what this whole podcast is. Um, basically, it's I, I love playing video games. And I thought, you know what? I like talking and I like playing video games. So why not mix them two things together and produce a gaming podcast? Uh, and I have done podcasts. In, in the past, uh, well, I'm still actually doing another podcast, um, but it's not really related to this one, so I won't bore you with that. But this is basically me playing the the games that make you say what the frick in a, in a family-friendly manner. So I, I, I need suggestions from you guys. I want to play, you know, the bottom of the barrel. You know, sometimes when you're, you're walking down the road and you step in something and there's a load of crap on the bottom of your shoe, they're the kind of games that I want to play. So if you've got any console-based games, it has got to be console because I, I, I know, I've, got, I've got Steam and I, I play a bit of PC, mostly just Football Manager, if I'm being brutally honest here. But it's it's more the console-based stuff that I, I want to kind of get my hands into. So uh, kind of it is a retro kind of aspect, although I've started off with a, a 360 game. But, you know, is the Xbox 360 now considered to be a retro console? I mean, the game I played uh, for, for this one, you know, I mean, it came out in in twenty ten, so that was over twelve to uh, you know nearly nearly twelve years ago um, now. Uh, to the uh, well, actually, no, it is over twelve years ago now because it was actually came out in in, in June. Um, so you know, twelve years old is that is that is that retro enough? But if not, I mean, I've got suggestions, uh, and I want you guys to get involved as well. So um, obviously, to start off with, because obviously there's not going to be many people listening to this. Any kind of suggestions that come in, I'll put them in a poll. Um, you can go and follow me over on my socials. There's only one social. It, it is Twitter. And it's at uh, uh, Frick the What, because what the Frick was obviously taken. So if you go follow, follow me over on Twitter, you can obviously uh, make sure you kind of get involved with me over there. I put up a poll for the episode three, um, because episode... Oh, sorry, no, sorry, it'll be episode four, sorry, because episode three game has already been chosen. Um, and it is Mario is Missing. On the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and uh, I've already started playing it. And what you obviously we'll, we'll get to that next episode, but ah, uh, I mean, I mean, what, what were they thinking? That's what I'm going to say on that one. Uh, but yeah, I chose the uh, I chose the one for episode one purely because it's a game that I've had for quite a while and just never played it, and it always something that kind of took my interest. Um, but I just kind of never got round to, to playing it, and it it was it was still sealed in its original cellophane. Uh, so I've I've bought it ages ago, and it was um, Brazil have just scored. So that'll show you the kind of time I'm recording this episode. Uh, it's now one nil to Brazil. If anyone remotely cares, but yeah, it's uh, it's a game that I kind of really was intrigued with when they um, you know it was announced and when I saw trailers and stuff, and then then I played it. And uh, we will get into that. But yeah, the, the whole idea of this is it's kind of, you know, it kind of builds up a little community of, uh, of of retro gamers, I suppose. But it doesn't have to be really retro as a whole. It's my podcast in the day. I'll make, make my rules. There is a few features that I will be added going forward. So initially, it's probably just going to be me doing the review. But then there is a few little features I'm currently um, thinking of adding in as we get a little bit more interaction. Because 
without the interaction side of it, uh, the, the features won't really work. So I want to kind of build up a regular uh, listener base of people who, who find this interesting. Then we'll 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 take it forward from there. But I'm always willing for suggestions as well. So if you've got any suggestions on on things you'd like to see me talk about, or, or you know little slots that are going to fit into the the podcast, then obviously make sure you go and uh, let me know over on Twitter. As I said, it's at Frick the What and. Uh, if you want to suggest any terrible games for me to play, that would be great. Uh, so the poll is up for for um, episode four as well. So at the moment, the, the poll is running with uh, Back to the Future uh, 2 on the Master System. We've also got uh, Top Gun uh, on the Game Boy. Uh, we've got... Um, I literally can't remember the other two games. I know that they're the two because they're the ones that are, are the only two that have got votes on so far. But there's, there's four games basically in the suggestion poll. Make sure you go over there and take a look and if there's anything you want to suggest... Going forward, then you can uh, you can let me know. So let's let's get into the the whole reason why people are here. Alpha Protocol. Uh, as I said, this is a game that came out on June the first, twenty ten, and it was made by Obsidian Entertainment. Now, Obsidian Entertainment. This is what intrigued me because I've played some Obsidian games in the past, uh, and you know I'm not going to lie there. They are some of my my favourite games. I mean, Star Wars: Knights of the Republic two, for example, that was a particularly favourite. Uh, game of mine um obviously you know it was bioware's but it was you know it was uh oh the goal has been disallowed um but you know it was uh it was um i think it was using the odyssey engine uh and i know that this team was was behind that as well there was never winter Heights 2 as well um fallout new vegas another good game south park stick of truth was another game of theirs as well uh, and i don't think i've really played anything too much newer um Anything that comes to mind, but they're, they're some of the games that I know was made by the same um, well, Obsidian. Um, I mean, it got, it got a meta score of sixty three as well, which you know is, I suppose, in a way, kind of fitting. But we'll, we'll kind of get onto obviously my opinions, opinions now. So it's the whole, you know, I've just I've just read off a few games there that when you when you hear them, if you've played any games, you think you know, that, that's a good. I think. A good amount of of uh, of titles, and you know, it's it's some good quality titles that you know when you when you look back and you think how polished and well rounded them games were. That obviously, I you know Fallout New Vegas had a few iffy moments, but other than that, I can't really remember much else being too bad um, in any of the other games that I've mentioned. And I know there probably is more that I I, I don't know about that, that I've not played or maybe have played and not really realised. But then we get to Alpha Protocol. Uh, so this is kind of in the middle of there. Uh, you know, we, I think we just had Neverwinter Nights two um, was released before this one. Then we had obviously you know, some of the team were working on Fallout New Vegas as well at the time, and they brought out Alpha Protocol. Uh, and as I said, I remember when I when I seen the initial trailers and stuff. And you know, I, I'm not going to lie, I was intrigued. I'm a, I'm a big James Bond fan, huge James Bond fan, and. Uh, this is that kind of espionage RPG elements to this game as well, which I kind of thought was a really good like niche market, I suppose. You don't really see many people do this game. And if, if I'm being brutally, truthfully honest, I think, you know, if it was done by a... I wonder if a bigger studio, because they're not exactly like a small studio, but I think this is still an area that they could people could look to, to tap into. And maybe there is a game out there that has gone to this. I'm not too sure. I mean, I played, you know, the Casino Royale game as well on the 360, which was, which was okay. Um... Better than this one, if I'm going to be honest. But for for me, this game, you know, it was 
It's an action RPG, uh, third-person perspective. I thought it had a lot going forward. And, uh, you know, when I was seeing bits of trailers, I thought, oh, it looked really, really cool. And some of the ideas they had behind it. Um, visually, I was a bit like, okay, it looks okay, but not, not amazing. Um, you know, I thought it could have been better, especially with kind of, you know, using Unreal Engine 3. And um, I just thought it had a um, bigger appeal uh, to, you know, could have been, could have been better. Um, now, I think it was, actually, I think it was May 20, 28th of May actually came out in Europe. I think June the 1st was actually its, um, was its American uh, release date. But anyway, who, who actually really cares? Uh, but you, you take over a character, uh, Michael Thornton. His name is, uh, and you get to kind of choose your class to begin with. And I'm not really too sure if I'm being really honest, how much impact that has on your, on your, um, on on your overall gameplay. I'm I'm not. I didn't. I haven't played it through twice. I, I mean, I haven't played it through once. If I'm if I'm being honest here, um. So I think you've got like, uh, you know, you've got tech specialist. You've got like a field agent, a soldier, um, um. So obviously, like in terms of soldier, obviously uses. Uh, heavy firearms and the tech specialties are more obviously have a better arsenal of gadgets and then field agents obviously encourages you to use uh, stealth then I think you also had freelancer recruit uh, and then you had a, a veteran option but I believe that the veteran option um, if I, I didn't write it down here but if I remember rightly from the menu screen um, which is ingrained in my head that it was locked I think you have to complete it on recruit first maybe or something then I think you unlock that one um and you can kind of change like a few visual appearances to to um, Thornton's appearance as well. I think you've got like a hair, eye colour, um, a few accessories and that kind of stuff. But nothing, nothing massive. But you know, as much as I'm a big fan of editing your player, you know, sometimes I also just like playing the the, the player giving. Especially, um, you know, I kind of always think it's weird when you kind of have a, a first person game and then you get to change your character because I know you see him in cutscenes, but. You don't want really to get them. This one obviously is third person, so you do get to see a little bit more aspect of the carry that you make. Um, so you, you start off a game, you're normally kind of like in a, a safe house area, um, and uh, you can buy like weapons from uh, the black market in certain, sort of certain missions. And um, I mean, the start of the game, you actually you kind of wake up, uh, there's, a, there's a, an okay, you know, intro cutscene as it is. Um, kind of explains the backstory to it, and you kind of you 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 bought you kind of bought into the main first section of the game, which is like a a lab, I think it is, um, and yeah, you kind of you've got this radio contact with somebody, they're trying to tell you kind of obviously what to uh, to do. Graphically, it's it's okay, but I just remember thinking like. To kind of the games that came in in and out around that area, not even obviously wanting to do this game, and I was just thinking like I don't know, just just felt a little bit disappointing for me. Um, it wasn't like terrible. I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't say it was like the worst kind of game I've ever seen, but it, at the same time, it also wasn't the best. Um, and I think it had a lot of room room for improvements. Now I played obviously this on the the, the three sixty version. I'm not sure obviously other versions are different, but it kind of just I don't know. It just fell short a little bit for me. Um, but like I said I wouldn't say it was terrible. And you kind of you get into a conversation. Uh, I'm honestly not not being funny. I can't even remember the person's name who you even who you're even talking to. There's like a, a two way radio communication, or is it a phone or a tablet or something you use? Um, and you have kind of like a way to respond to them. And again, I don't know 
how much impact this would have because I'm, I'm not going to play this game or very much doubt I'm ever going to play this game again. Um, I don't know. Maybe I might give it a second chance. But cause I kind of do want to complete it, but it's just the love of God. But, I, I, so I chose the kind of smug, suave option or whatever it was, pretty much all the way through. But I, I don't know, other than the response you get, I don't know if it changes your course. Because I wouldn't see how it would, I mean, I suppose maybe it branches off into different communication lines and I, I don't really know, but I can't really see a way story-wise how the way that you respond to your, the way you're being questioned or, or, and stuff, or actions as such as it is, has an impact in the storyline. Because although you can play it very differently, as I said, you can play it like, well, I don't think you probably do the whole thing, Gunko. But, you know, you can go out with heavy firearms and we can be a little bit more stealthy. We can use gadgets to your advantage. Um, and some of the stuff is really cool, like the invisibility and stuff. You know, that, that was a was a really good idea and I think that's the issue with this game I think it's probably why I'm left frustrated and annoyed because this game has a lot going for it and I, I honestly think if they were to remake this now polish it up and really kind of you know put a lot of money into it and time effort and get it right this could this could really be a, a really really solid game because the the fundamentals are there um there's a lot broken about it but the the, the fundamentals are there and it's it's kind of that just polish really for for me and um, there are some parts of the game which are literally just are just broken even even not you know I'm not gonna lie there are some that are are broken but for the whole the idea you know I do like the fact that some bits you know is better if you do it stealthy it kind of does in a way allow you to play the game as you wish um, I think it's easier if you play it in some ways than others but I, I do think the game probably does allow you to kind of go as you know your choice and um, as i said i don't know how much impact that has on the storyline itself but overall i think it was you know it was good that the fact it gives you them kind of options and and you can kind of you know choose as as you wish to um so the things that kind of we'll kind of talk about some more of the the, the good things as i said uh, i like, like some of the gadgets they really worked really well um, the kind of you know the little I suppose mini game aspect of it, you know they weren't they weren't the worst that I've seen better, but um, you, you know it wasn't wasn't terrible like that that, that little hacking thing where you got to like choose the um, you have like a number one to four and you got to like choose which pipe I suppose would uh, would unlock that the number one you have to do it in order as well. I, they probably got to do something a bit more, but you know better there because it, it kind of gets a little bit repetitive, but it's. It was it was okay. It, it was okay. Um, I say I like the the kind of the kind of things you have in your arsenal, the kind of gadgety stuff that was that was really cool. Um, the invisibility, as I said before, that was that was one that that really interested me, and uh, I used that quite a lot of times to kind of get my way through the um, the the level. It was uh, it was it was a lot to kind of take in to begin with at first because um, I would say the tutorial though. You know, it's it's there for a reason. It was kind of slow paced. If I'm going to be um, honest, like, I kind of think they could have probably sped it up a little bit. I'm not, I'm not too sure what I would like to have seen. That's the thing with with me. I can kind of criticize things, but then sometimes I can't kind of give the give the, the answer to kind of what I would like to uh, kind of what I'd like to see. Really, if I'm being brutally honest, 
but yeah, I thought the the level design as well, uh, it kind of got a little bit samey, which was a little bit annoying for me. Um, you know, you kind of seeing the kind of same things over and over again. There was like shock trap things um, as well that you could kind of use. Obviously, stuff like remote mines as well. Um, there was uh, this kind of I don't know what it's called. Like it was kind of something like uh, something like. And basically what it did is it, it, it temporarily increases the, the recoil control and strike damage. Um, and I think it's like the damage resistance on them as well. That was kind of like a cool one to do. Um, and there's like uh, another one was like Radio Mimic, which I used quite a lot of times. That was, um, you could kind of use it to uh, trick enemies to turning off alarms. So there's the alarms that can kind of be triggered around the levels, which is obviously drawing people to your location which was annoying as hell i'll kind of talk about in, in, in a minute but um yeah that, that was really annoying but the uh they had um you kind of use the radio mimic to kind of uh get one of the guards to basically turn off the, the radio uh, the alarm which obviously then stopped people and they could kind of go back to where they are uh there's stuff like yeah, emp charges as well um there was like this one which is like um uh like a firebomb it kind of like spread fire all around the area that that was kind of quite cool as well I quite like that one uh, but yeah there was lots of like kind of um there's lots as i said this game for me it kind of felt like a beta if i'm being brutally honest it, it kind of did feel a little bit like a beta because which is weird because obviously the name alpha is in the name um but yeah just i think the the idea and the premise the storyline wasn't great. Not gonna lie, that, that's the reason why I haven't finished it. Cause I, one, there's lots of things that get in my way, but then there's also just I wasn't drawn in by the storyline, so I think that's definitely got to work. Um, but I say I think the kind of gadgets were were good. Um, they were okay. Weapons were fine. Didn't really have any issues with any weaponry that was used. Um, and yeah, I'd probably say that was probably it for positives of being brutally honest there's a lot of kind of things that are like meh that i didn't really you know i wasn't really too like fussed or, or bothered about as i said i think there's um levels were a little bit samey from being brutally honest uh it was it was just kind of like A little bit like what's that? What's that Lincoln Park song? You know, um, tried so hard and got so far, but in the end, it didn't really matter or whatever it is. You know, this game tries really hard to be a good game, but it's just just not quite there. And I do think it it could be, and I would be really intrigued to see if they did it. And obviously, I know they're not going to do a second one, um, but if they remade this one, um, because for, for me, the biggest thing that lets this whole game down um bar the, the story because the story is not really that compelling is how frustrated you get with the ai because i i don't understand how you can well i'll, I'll give you a perfect example right really really early on in the game i i've uh, i've taken out a few cameras so you know the the uh, the alarm hasn't been triggered at this point and then all of a sudden i've i've must have you know got in the missed one or something and one of the alarms have, have been triggered. So the first guard I go to take out. So this is just one guard in the room at this point, right? So I've made my position known to this one guard. 
So I've, I've kind of, he hasn't known I'm there where I am to begin with. I peeped out, I've shot him. I'm 99% certain it was a headshot, but for whatever reason, just wasn't. He then knows where I am, which which is fine. I've, I've kind of shot at him. He should know generally what direction I'm in. I'm in cover, so you wouldn't really think he should know exactly where I am, but, but he does. But he does, but I'll, I'll forgive that. I will kind of forgive that. You probably shouldn't know where I am, just a vague direction, maybe come over and investigate. But he turns and he's, he's firing in my exact position um, at the cover that, where I am. But again, I'm, I kind of, that I can kind of maybe forgive, maybe. I pop out again, a few more headshots. The the aiming system in this is is another thing that really lets this game down. Is because you, you basically have this like circle that kind of closes in, and the longer you kind of spend, uh, kind of targeting the area, and I'm hitting. Honestly, I'm getting the circle, so it's it, it's honest. There is. I've got to hit the head, uh, and for some reason, it's still not taking people down. Sometimes, then this is the part that that really really annoys me. I've taken out this guard. The guard is down on the ground. I'm still in cover. A few more guards come through the door. They instantly know exactly where. I, how? How do they know where I am? Is it? It's almost like they they should be the ones who are the espionage uh, agent because. They've obviously obsessed the situation, looked over the scene and thought, I can they've done all this mathematics and, and science trajectories and by the quadratural equation times by the square root of pi, and they've worked out exactly from where the bullet casing is to know where I am and how. How I don't and it's so frustrating because they literally Brazil have potentially scored again. Um they just I can't understand. They've just walked through the door. Fair enough, they've seen a dead body. So, yes, fine. The alarm's ringing. There's a dead body. Something's happened. But they're firing where I am. And I'm behind the cover. They, they, can't, they can't see me. 100% they cannot see me. But they know where I am. And they're instantly firing on me. But on the flip side of that, you've, 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 you've got some AI. And this is the thing. It's almost like there's... There's a few different versions of these, but you can't you can't tell. It's not like they're all dressed the same or whatever. That there's some AI are so dumb. Like I will literally peek out from a corner, shoot them in the head one time. Obviously, it doesn't kill them for whatever reason all the time. It does work sometimes, but other times you can literally honestly take six or seven bullets to take a person down. And you'll shoot them and then you'll pop back in, and they they will kind of like go to react, like as if they'll hold their gun. And then all of a sudden they'll go back to their patrol. And I'm like, hang on, I've just, I've literally just planted a bullet in your head. But it's like they're alert for like a second or two and then they'll just go back to patrolling. Um, and in the flip side, you've got these Robocop people who literally just can target, they know where you are with, you know, heat seeking vision sonar detection that just know exactly where you are even even before they've even entered the room they just know they'll literally walk through the, the doors shooting in your exact location and then you've got these other meat sacks that are just walking around you'll pop a few bullets in the head and they'll be like oh that's something's going on here like something's really hurting me in the head but I, you know nah I, m I must be overthinking things I'll, I'll carry on a patrol and it just ruined the game it really does if I'm being honest that's what ruined the game for me and I, I, I that Tied in with the fact that you sometimes you have to pump in 
20 odd bullets to somebody and I, I realize that every time i say the amount of bullets it's going up by, and by the end of the episode it's probably going to be um like 400 but it's just it's just so annoying and it, it was that literally it was so so frustrating that i just couldn't i couldn't finish it in the end because it, it was it was doing my nothing. It was just completely... And it ruined the whole game for me. So, you know, if if that wasn't the the case, if it was just, you know, a bit of a, a meh storyline and, you know, a few janky mechanics and, you know, the weapons were okay, but the gadgets were good and the mini-games were, eh, you know, I would have more than happy sat through and grinded this game through to the end. Um... As I said, the storyline wasn't much of an issue. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. Um, and I kind of liked the... I really liked, actually, the, the way that you kind of were allowed to kind of play through the level as you wanted to. There was that Splinter L... Splinter L? Splinter Cell style, where you could kind of get in there and stealth around a bit. But if you wanted to then pop out, you could, and you, you could do. Um, There's just obviously high risk then, especially if the room was full of people, that an alarm would be triggered and more would come in, and then you'd have to maybe go back, then back into stealth mode while you're trying to fight your way out of it, which would have been fine. But when you've got these bloody, as I said, Robocops trying to annihilate you through seeing you from you know the end of the level and you're at the start of the level, then it's, it just ruins it for me, uh, and it's just so frustrating. Um, and even when you've got like a load of them meat sacks just running around, that just is frustrating as well because, as I said, you're pumping 200 bullets to them before they even they even go down. Um, and you just have to stand there and just constantly keep, you know, make sure you don't catch them line of sight because you're not sure which one they are to be with and then you're just popping out and then obviously you don't want them to see you anyway. Um, and it just, it's just so, so frustrating. Um and I kind of uh, we'll we'll touch back on something I mentioned earlier about the the conversation piece, uh, the dialogue system as such. And I think I kind of get what they were going for because you kind of got, I suppose, in a way, you've got the the three JBs, haven't you? In in terms of of the espionage world, you've got you've got Jason Bourne, um, you've got James Bond, and then you've got Jack Bauer. And I think they all do their job, although I suppose similar in a way. They're very different. You've kind of got because you always have a, a professional approach, which I always seen as the the Jason Bourne approach. So he was very professional with your answer, uh, the way you conduct yourself. Then you've got the suave or um, smug approach, I think it can be called sometimes, which is the James Bond one, you know. Uh, and then you've got the kind of aggressive one, which is more, I mean, the, the, the Jack Bauer one. So that's kind of how I, how I kind of um, kind of seen it. But uh, sometimes there is like a fourth action, like you can give like a sarcastic answer. And I think that one's just generally um, uh, like randomised throughout it. And they do react uh, differently, I think. Because um, I did replay this start very quickly, just to see. Um, so you do get a different response, but I don't know how... How, you know, that kind of... The way you were perceived by people you're having a conversation with, how that would really impact the story, um, and if it does at all. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of like... It, it's just, more than anything this game for me I think the biggest takeaway is that it was it's just frustration because some of the ideas they had were, were really really good and they weren't fine-tuned it didn't feel like it was tested if I'm being if I'm being honest I'm sure it was tested it just didn't feel that way because it was so 
it just wasn't balanced. It wasn't a balanced game at all uh, for, for me. And it was just, just what could have been. Ah, uh, it, yeah, it, it just, it's just frustrating. Um, it's like they have like a really small, they've got this, a big massive pie that they've, you know, all of the developers and stuff are sitting around coming up with ideas. And, and I feel like we've only got really, really a small segment of that pie of the, the, what they kind of began with and what they thought about from the very first initial kind of briefing meetings and stuff like this and, and t- when they were talking about storyboards and that kind of stuff. I think they had a lot of aspiration for this game and you can see the thought process and some of the ideas, um, but they're just not very well executed. And I think that's the, the, uh, the biggest frustration for me. Um, but all said and done, really, we're going to wind it up now because I'm just kind of feel like, as I say, I, I, I think I got fairly far in the game. I don't really know if I'm going to realise how far I got in the game. Um, but, I, you know, I probably piled a good, I say good, I mean, I probably the hours and hours in certain games. But I think I played a good four hours of it. So I think, um, I don't know how, how long the game is. It, I didn't feel like I was getting kind of close to any conclusion as such, but I just, I just couldn't go any, any further. Um, I haven't finished it. I don't think I ever will finish it. Uh, there's a good chance I might give it another playthrough, but I just don't. I can't see me finish it again. Um, but at the same time, I, I didn't. I didn't hate the game. Um, love the concept, and the game is it's okay. Um, I can. I, I kind of the they said the Metacritic was sixty three. I can kind of see that. I did see some people giving it up in the nineties, and I don't, I don't know what them them people were drinking. Um, but yeah, and I said the stories, the stories, it's it's a it's a story, and, and it, it's you know it's okay. It's it's not you won't. And that's the thing that I think if the story was slightly better, it made me want to kind of sit through the 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 trawl of having to put up with dumb AI. But that's what that's what breaks it for me. Um, as I said, there's a few. I won't talk about glitches and stuff because, uh, you know, ga- all games have glitches. I mean, there's a huge game come out very recently, Pokemon, that's just, you know, absolutely rammed for the glitches. Um, so I won't kind of like mark anything down for that, them aspects because all games have glitches. And I wouldn't say any that I've not come across anyway. Any game breaking glitches that have. It's not. It wasn't that that's made me not want to finish. It was. It was just the overall. Just the AI, if I'm being brutally honest, I, I probably could have forgot everything else. But just it was so, God, there were so many cheap deaths, so many cheap deaths. It was it was unbelievable. Um, but yeah, in terms of scoring, I'm not really too sure. I probably should have thought about this before I kind of got into the episode. To be honest, I'm not really too sure how I'm going to start scoring these things. So if you've got any ideas of how you want me to score them, um, that would be great. Uh, and we can kind of take that forward. Um, I'm trying to think of anything that uh, kind of sprung out to me in terms of. Um, I did note down uh, for some reason I don't know why, but I noted down the flight number of the airplane that it was going to be important to me for for some reason. I thought it was going to be like a reoccurring code across. The, I do these stupid things when I when I, when I play games when I kind of see things that might be especially number based stuff. 
uh, they've kind of mentioned in the storyline or whatever or, or dates sometimes I note them down because I think they might be important to me it 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 wasn't important but that was I don't know that was that was 6133 which I don't think I could mark it out of that uh, did we maybe go 2010 the year it came out of yeah I think that's probably fair enough so we're gonna we're gonna score this game or should I just mark things out of 10 let's just mark things out of 10 you know to begin with and then if I want to come up with a stupid janky uh Thing, then we'll uh, we'll you know scoring system and we'll go forward. Um, actually, before I do score this, guys, I have got to give it the reason why uh, I mentioned this in episode one. I actually started this whole thing. I, I mentioned obviously that you know I like talking and I've, I've tried podcasts before and I love games. Um, aside, I currently do a podcast as well. Um, but the reason why this will come about is because I was I was on holiday recently and um, uh. You know, I was uh, out with the, my family, we was relaxing and stuff, and uh, I'd finished the book that I took with me. Uh, I didn't think I'd finish it, but I, I had. So I thought, you know, and I'd started listening to some music, and I was going to kind of get a bit fed up with listening to two music around by the pool. Um, so I was having a, a bit of a lazy day that day, so I thought, you know, I'm just going to listen to lazy around the pool for most of the day today. Uh, we had a few activities that we were doing uh, in, in the, the kind of afternoon, evening time, but, you know, early early kind of, morning between lunchtime and, and dinner time i thought oh you know i'll i'll see if there's any good podcasts on and I, I you know i was a certain sporting ones that i listened to but i was like you know what i kind of want to listen to people talk about games i'm sure there's going to be millions of podcasts like that and i thought i you know i've always been kind of keen into retro gaming so i was kind of looking through and the first one i clicked and i got hooked was um a podcast by a gentleman called alan blank uh remember the game um, and that's literally my inspiration. It literally is in my Twitter bio as well. That is the inspiration. So if none of you have ever listened to Alan's podcast, it's just um, Remember the Game, uh, and his uh, socials are Member the Game, so it's not the, the Remember, it's just Member the Game. He sometimes streams over on Twitch as well. He has uh, he uploads his podcast to YouTube, and you can find it on all of your podcast providers. But yeah, I would highly recommend listening to his podcast because um, it is... Oh, I'd love to get to that kind of level at some point. And, you know, who knows, obviously, the more I kind of get used to this and I find like a little structure for myself, I'm sure we can make something nice uh, and uh, precise for this one to kind of grow and, and nurture into. But, but, yeah, I'd highly recommend going to listen to his podcast. Um, but, yeah, with that out of the way, Alpha Protocol, I'm probably going to give it a 5.5 out of 10 because I think it's slightly better than you know, a 5 out of 10. It's it's not a halfway there game. It's got a slight edge. And I'm giving it that edge purely on the fact of what I think it could have been and, and the kind of, I really like the way it was going. Just the execution for me just wasn't quite there, which is so frustrating. But I'm sure I've rambled on for far enough, guys. And instead, if you want to kind of get involved, um, just follow me over on Twitter. It's at FrickTheWatt. Um, go and suggest some terrible games for me to play in the future. So next episode, we're going to be talking about Mario Missing, which is, on a Super Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment System. And as I mentioned at the start of the pod, I have already started playing this and oh, oh, that's uh, that's pretty much, that pretty much sums it up nicely. Oh, I don't, I just don't, there, I can't even finish sentences. It's, what, well, I'm not going to spoil anything, but just listen because I've got a lot to say about this freaking game. But yeah, I'd say Alpha Protocol wasn't a game in scoring terms, a game that made me 
wasn't making me say what the frick until the AI just fricked the life out of me. But uh, yeah, the next episode is going to be say Mario is missing, and then episode four, we're obviously still waiting on suggestions. There is a, a poll up now, but it is looking like it is going to be uh, Back to the Future 2 on the mass system. That looks like it's going to be the, the um, game that wins that poll. So that was going to be interesting for me to get my hands into that one because I'm not going to lie, I've looked at some screenshots and I was watching um, some retro review thing the other day and that game was in there and oh boy, I can't, I really cannot wait. Uh, it's genuine, guys. Seriously, can't wait for that one. But anyway, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this rambling. As I said, I, I promise this kind of stuff will get better. I'll kind of get into a flow. There'll be kind of some structure as we go forward to this. I'll. I will get better at this, I, I promise with me. Just hopefully you guys can find some kind of good out of this and hopefully you get involved and so we can build. You know, it's a podcast I want you guys to listen to, so I want you to get involved. So there'll be like, you know, story times and all that kind of stuff going forward. Obviously, the more interactions we get, the more the longer the episodes will be, but hopefully you guys will enjoy it because it'll be featuring a lot of your goodness in there as well. And uh, who knows, maybe we can get some guests along the way. But uh, hopefully you're all keeping well, you're all keeping nice and safe, you're doing well, you're having a great week so far. Hopefully I've uh, spread a little bit of joy uh, or a little bit of knowledge. I don't think I have either of them two things. But uh, if one person listened to this and uh, they've been fairly happy with how things have gone and you know they've enjoyed it, then my job here is done. I will catch you guys in two weeks. Uh, so this podcast goes twice go out every Sunday. I know this one is going out on Monday, but uh, there we go. Uh, every two weeks, uh, every fortnight on a Sunday, it will be live, hopefully going forward. Anyway, guys, until the next one, keep safe, and I'll catch you guys soon.